This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Trainum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books, rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of a cute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets. Get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers. Welcome back, friends. Or will you one day be our lovers? <laughs> oh my god, that was the most lame way of introducing today's episode. I'm having fun doing this. This is so much fun. And for our, for our listeners, thanks for joining us. And hopefully by the time this comes out, we have more listeners. <laughs> well, I could probably do better at promoting things. But you know when you do something and you're like, I don't know, I'm the kind of person like, I didn't tell anybody about my bookstagram for years. Yeah. And so I, I talk about the podcast to people, but I struggle to even listen to this podcast because I'm like, I hate my voice so much. <laughs> It's, I enjoy doing this, um, but I'm the type of person who I want to start watching the series after mm-hmm. the season, the series finale, not oh the season my God, finale, because I want to binge, so I feel like we're building up our repertoires for the our people catalog. who want to binge us. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bingers. <laughs> that kind of sounds bad. <laughs> hey, it works. We're glad you found us now, at yeah. least. Glad to have you with us. Today is a trope episode, so we're talking about tropes that we notice in rom-coms or roms, just books in general, kind of. Um, today's trope is friends to lovers. Aww. Did you ever fall in love with one of your friends? Or did a friend want to be with you? Nope, I think no. <laughs> <laughs> And that kind of goes into the question of like, is it always just friends or is there something more? I think you can just be friends. Mm-hmm. I totally believe I that. am very much on the same plane as that. It's possible. I've had several really good guy friends in my life and I appreciate those friendships. Yeah. And if unfortunately there is something more, you can't change the way you feel. That's true. There's always going to be something there, I think. Very true. Mm-hmm. For those of us, for those of you who are new to our podcast, we publish every other week, and one book it, or one podcast is dedicated to the book club book for the Between the Covers book club at Dogyard Books, and then the next one is dedicated to the trope mm-hmm. of the book that's coming up next. So if you were listening to our previous episodes, we did Workplace Romance, and then we did Weather Girl. And so the one we're doing today is Friends to Lovers, which means the next book club book Mm -hmm. is going to be Friends to Lovers. And if you're going to be in town in Ames, Iowa on the last Saturday (laughs) in March. April 20-something? Yeah. (laughs) Book club day is... April 23rd, 2022 at 7 p.m. And want to join us for Camilla Knows Best by Farah Heron. Um, We'd love to have you. But this episode of the podcast, we're just talking about that friends to lovers trip. Oops, sorry, my phone buzzed. Nope, sorry. Please ignore that, people. I swear I'm being paying attention to this. Um, yeah, that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because 
we try and stick with we actually struggled a little bit with the trope because there was a couple tropes that played into this book um for the next one and it's Jane Austen and I've not read a single Jane Austen have you I have and I've read a few so we originally had this as Jane Austen retellings and I've read a few retellings as well but not as many as I've read Friends to Lovers so I think I think we're happy with where we yeah. landed this I time. like it Friends to Lovers is so good and we came up with a really good list of books that I will include in the show notes. That's new. So in the first few episodes, you might not notice any book lists, but I realize people probably want a list and rather than jotting it down. So show notes, I will have the books that we talk about today for this trope. Excellent. And when we were doing our research, um, I loved one of the blog posts said the perfect example of Friends to Lovers was Monica and Chandler from Friends. Mm-hmm. And that was just to me, it's the slow burn. Like, really slow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one was good. Because even in the early episodes when Ross is having his son and Monica's like, I want a baby. And Chandler's like, I'll get you a baby. It's like, that was the ultimate setup. And I don't think it was planned at all. But it was such a good setup. Yeah. yeah. That was cute. But before we even get further into talking about Friends to Lovers, what did you just finish reading? Hmm. Um... So for rom-com, I just finished reading Abby Waxman's new book, Adult Assembly Required. And this is the follow-up to um, The Bookish Life of Nina Hill. Nina plays a fairly decent part in this book. And so you have all of her quirkiness and all of her random trivia knowledge and um, two great new characters. Is Nina Hill me? Am I Nina Hill? (laughs) Um, Nina Hill is you on lots and lots and lots of coffee (laughs) she is pretty i love nina hill i I love nina hill um that was the book that i picked for book club that not everybody loved because it's very tame and the abby waxman adult assembly required is also very tame but yeah still love the book and then non-rom-com books i just finished once Upon a Wardrobe by Patty Callahan, which is a historical fiction um, set where you talk to C.S. Lewis at the time he is writing the oh, Chronicles cool. of Narnia and cool. really get into the mythology of the books and what it really is. And that's kind of fun. And then the second book I just finished that's not rom-com was... Um, Into Every Generation, A Slayer is Born, How Buffy Staked Our Hearts by Evan Rothkatz. And anybody who loves the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer should absolutely read this book, listen to it. He narrates it himself on the Audible. Um, The book itself has lots of really great pictures from the scenes. If you're stuck as to whether or not you can still love the show based on some things that have happened in the last couple of years. I recommend listening to the book or reading the book and really thinking about what you love about the book and if you still love it because I think you might still love it. That's cool. So I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. How about you? What are you reading? Well, I just finished. finished yeah. yeah. So I finished a few recently. Um, the first one we'll talk about, and it's not rom-com, but it's Acts of Violet by Marguerite Montemore, which is the follow-up to Una Out of Order. And it's not a sequel or anything, but 
it was okay. It wasn't my favorite. And it's an ARC. It was an advanced copy. So it doesn't come out until July 5th of this year, 2022. Um, I think it might have just not been a book for me, but I think it's going to be very popular. I think a lot of people will like it, especially if you're into like true crime. So perfect for that. It's like true crime with a touch of magic. Ooh, like so, that. But the magic is like, it's not like magic-y. It's a very, I mean, she's a magician, the, the girl that's disappeared. But then there's like literal magic science in the end. So, and then I also read a middle grade called Alone by Megan E. Freeman. And it's sort of a post-apocalyptic type thing. Again, I don't think I was the right audience for it. It was written in verse too, which I love books written in verse. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I should have known better. I don't do well with post-apocalyptic type things. And then for my rom-com, I finished To Marry and To Metal, which I have mentioned, I think, in every single episode. I think so. <laughs> How are you going to mention that in the upcoming one now that you've read it? We'll have to come up with a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you love it? You've been looking forward to this book for so long. Did oh, yeah. Love it? Oh, Go my ahead. God, did I love it. But it was, um, it was like the door would be open and then they shut it. You know, it wasn't a very explicit steamy or anything. The steam was very much alluded to, but that also goes very hand in hand with who the main character was in this book. So it's by Martha Waters. I say 10 out of 10, read it. Uh, to Have and Toax is the first one. To Love and to Loathe is book number two. And then To Marry and to Metal is book three. And it's Regency era. So if you're into Bridgerton, you're going to love this, but it's a lot funnier. And not as like dramatic. I mean, there's dramatics to it, but um, it was so good. I loved Yay. it. Martha, you did it again. And I'm so happy. And thank you, Atria Books, because you sent me a copy of that. So wouldn't have read it without you. Kisses. <laughs> you probably would have read it. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I wouldn't have read it this early without you. There you go. To clarify. <laughs> All right, let's talk friends to lovers. All right. I have a long list. Do you have a long list? My list is pretty fairly long. Um, we talked a little bit about, like, I was thinking just, you know, the friends to lovers, when does it, when do you hit that point of, like, the change, you know, when you notice something, there's something more, and it maybe was always there, and maybe it's just, like, you're realizing it, or maybe, you know, you realize something's not the same as what our friendship was before. Like, there's a little spark. I have a Disney song going through my head right now. Maybe there's something there that wasn't there before. Oh, yes. yes. That's perfect. Yeah. So one of the discussions you and I had when we were trying to pick our books is, is this like Weather Girl where they're friends, like, right now mm -hmm. and then become lovers? Or is this like people we meet on vacation or um, in holidays where they have been friends forever? Their entire lives. Like, you know, that childhood up and coming yeah. friendship. Yeah. A lot like Adios is that as well, yeah. um, where they've been I, friends forever. I love these ones because it's like yeah. you, want, you root for the friends to be together. But I'm just like. I want you guys to be together. But then I, all at the same time, I'm like, I respect the friendship. Let people be friends. Exactly. However, if people want the more than friends, let the more than friends happen. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So we had kind of the 
the short-term friends to lover and the longer-term friends to lover. So we broke it up kind of that way. Mm -hmm. So what's one of the books on your list? Um, Let's start with People We Meet on Vacation. Give me a little rundown because I've not read it. I've not read any Emily Henry. You're going to love them. I have it at home. I have all of her books at home. You're going to love them. (laughs) So People We Meet on Vacation, they were friends from college and they would always go on vacations together. And sometimes they went on vacations with their significant others together. And they never were a thing until they were a thing. And then they broke up. And then they got back together and it was a thing. So I like that. Yeah. That's and that's cute. kind of what I think of as the friends to lovers. Sometimes there's that thing that breaks them apart and sometimes mm-hmm. there's not. But right. Um, a lot like Adios is almost the exact same. <laughs> and yeah. so with a lot like Adios, you said they were childhood friends, though? A lot like Adios, they grew up in the house next to each other. They were neighbors mm-hmm. and um, always hanging out together. And then in high school, there was a kiss. <gasps> it's 13 yeah. going on 30. Yeah, they were a little older. It was a little more than that. But, <laughs> um, and then he went off to do his thing because he didn't mm-hmm. agree with his dad about what he should be doing mm-hmm. his dad didn't respect his choices he couldn't wait to get out of the house she stayed with the family and was there and then um they the house was in new york and he was living in la and he of needed, course he had to be on the other side of the country you have to make it as hard as possible mm-hmm. right so he needed a pr rep to help him launch his new gym in la and his partner found the name of this PR person that did this other campaign that they loved. Well, lo and behold, it's this girl. <laughs> Wanted to know it. Wanted to know. So he calls her up and wants to wants her to take this on. And she says that she'll only do it if he stays in her house with him while he's in New York to launch the. She wants to figure out what's there. Oh, and so she pined. She pined, but she, I mean, she'd been living her life. Yeah, but no, she, absolutely. You know, They're all strong have, characters, if I yeah. remember right, because it's yeah. a cousin from the you yeah, meet the in the first of power is the series. Mm-hmm. And they go hot and heavy really quick in the book. Yes. <laughs> And I think they're trying to get it out of their system, which often happens in the mm-hmm. friends to lovers, right? Like, you know, we're not going to go, we're not going to cross that line. Right. We're just going to get it out of our system. Well, it's like, oh, okay, we can do friends with benefits, yeah. you know, that little side stuff, whatever. Oh, does that ever work? No. Not <laughs> At least book. not in books. <laughs> yeah. Not in books, sorry. Nope. And we don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a really cute, I love that story. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you have on your list? So one of the first ones I have on my list is, what a surprise, Rachel's talking about Christina Lauren again. I, Yay! <laughs> and the one I, there was a couple that they've written that um, fit into that. So Josh and Hazel, they were college friends. Um, and then also In a Holiday, In a Holidays by Christina Lauren as well. They grew up together, you know, the parents were best friends, so they'd all they were in the same circuit. But the one I'm focusing on is Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. And that one, it is unlike any of their others because it's got, it's, I don't know if it's, I mean, it's got some comedy-ish is to it, but it's more of like a rom-serious. So, you know, it's 
um, a little intense and they he lives in this small town in Northern California and it's like her family's mountain town. Um, and then she loses her, um, oh gosh, now I'm blanking. I can't remember if it's the mom, mom and dad, or, um, both of them. And she never returns to the town and all the time in the summers, these two kids, their neighbors, they grow super close together. They date off and on. And there's just a big blow up for why she never returns. And then they re-meet as adults. And oh, it's just so sweet. And it's sad too, but like so good. And I loved that one. That was one where it's like, in a way, it's almost a second chance because they kind of dated-ish as high schoolers, you know, teenagers. But then um, a tragedy happens and it's good. It's really good. That sounds good. I write that one down and have to. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's incredible. I'm surprised it took me as long as it did to pick that one up of all their books. I haven't read. I need to do a reread of some of theirs because it's been too long. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my first one. And then I also mentioned just without like going into in-depth of any of them, we kind of agreed on Hook Line and Singer by Tessa Bailey. Yeah, I think uh, so. They built that a was, friendship. Yeah. It's a fresh friendship. It's fresh. So it's you don't get that longing buildup that you do with some friendships. Um, Weather Girl ish, I think you mentioned that yeah. by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Um, Love Rosie by Cecilia Aaron. So for it's the author who wrote P.S. I Love You. Okay. Uh, that's childhood friends, teenagers, and then you go through their whole entire life, and it's so frustrating <laughs> until they finally get together. I'm sorry if I spoiled that for anyone. <laughs> it's really, but I feel like it's like Spoiler obvious. Alert, they get together in the romance book. <laughs> yeah. What was another one of yours? Um, so one that I kind of pulled out of the deep into my list was Joe Lovett's The House Swap. So this is a play on the holiday, and the guy and the girl are the two that exchange houses. The Holiday is the best movie ever. If you've not seen it, I totally recommend watching movie. it. Jude Law, Cameron Diaz. Um, what's your face? Karen Knightley. No. No? No. It's no. not Karen Knightley. It's um, Rose from Titanic. Yes. What is her name? I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you know who we're talking about. Yeah. And then also Jack Black, which yes. who knew he could be so good in a romance. Yes. Oh, he's iconic. So where this book deviates is the girl and the guy exchange houses and then they're communicating back and forth about the houses. And then I can't remember which one has to go to the other place first for some reason, but then they actually meet and then they go from there. So I really like that book that came out last year. That kind of somewhat reminds me of um, The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. Yes. Yes, very much like that. And then the other book I added in was um, Adult Assembly Required. So that's the Abby Waxman that I just talked about. And they're roommates. And again, it's the fresh friendship, but they definitely develop that friendship before they um, go further. And they both like each other. But they think the other one doesn't like each other that way. Mm. They just want to be friends. So they yeah. go that way. Which Kate Winslet, another, by the way, is the Kate actual. Winslet. Yeah. There you go. It's going to really bug me. I had to look it up. Sorry, Kate Winslet. And sorry, Kate I do Kate. love you. Yeah. I love them both. I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean last night. I'm like, oh. love it. Those both sound really good, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Another one that I had on my list um, was Dear Any Blue by Leah Lewis. And that one is a really sweet, sweet romance and just like general novel. Um, she sends a letter off on a balloon Aww. and a boy finds it and writes her back. And they start these communications, but, and then she becomes friends with actually the brother. So, but she's still meanwhile in love with one boy, but that's not the one she should love. And that one is a really, like, that one's an epic. And, like, people know about the letters that they write back and forth to. And then eventually they meet, you know, and they know each other and they become part of each other's families and lives. And it's just so good. That sounds really good. Leah Lewis is an excellent writer. And I always love all of her books. Um, Dear Emmy Blue was especially cute. And then she recently wrote Eight Perfect Hours, which is not Friends to Lovers, but that is one I would recommend. And... The cover may seem like it's Christmassy, but it's not. Don't be fooled by that. So that was good. And then another one that I have um, is The View Was Exhausting by Michaela Clements and Anjuli. Oh, gosh, I forgot. They're, they're wives, but they have different last names. Oh, gosh. Well, Michaela and Anjuli. Oh, Anjuli Dada. There it is. There you go. Uh, I was like, I know it'll come to me. Uh, this one is, she's so, oh, my God. I loved this book. Um, it was one of my favorites that I read last year in 2020 or 2021. I'm skipping years. I don't even okay. know what time it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she's an actress and there's this sort of socialite famous boy. And basically it's the classic PR setup, but it happens so early when they're young that, you know, it's kind of like, oh, they're currently together whenever one of them needs a PR boost, but they're truly friends at this point. But, you know, as you're getting older and then more things keep happening, it's like, when is it becoming actual caring for one another versus when are we putting on a show? But the friendship is there. Like they've been creating these bonds for years and they know like whenever something bad happens, they call one another up, one another up. like it's a PR thing. But in reality, they call each other up because they know they genuinely need each other. Aww, so sweet. it was so good. Honestly, everyone read it because I adored that book a lot. And I think Grand Central Pub published that one and they sent it to me, but I still bought a copy and I've recommended a lot of people to read it. So. Love it. Yeah. What else? Um, another one I have on my list, and again, this is the shorter term friendship <laughs> as opposed to the um, lifelong friendship, but it's the Happy Ever After playlist oh. by Abby Jimenez. Yep. Um, and I loved this book. We talked about it a little bit last night at book club. Um, I think it's becoming a movie, which is super exciting. That feels vaguely familiar. Yeah. But in the book, this dog jumps into her car through the sunroof oh. and she texts the owner from the collar and he's touring. And so they develop this. Touring how? He's a singer. Oh. And so they developed this communication around the dog. How'd the dog get loose? The the person who was supposed to be taking care of the dog was obviously not taking care of the dog very well. What a person. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, accidents happen. Accidents happen. Um, so she they get together after this. Um, so again, very short-term friends. It's that, you know. Hey, friends are message. friends, though. Yeah. 
I love that. Yeah. So that was a really good one. Cool. Well, the last one that I have to really discuss is Payback's a Witch by Lana Harper. And I I questioned this one um, for a few reasons because it's obviously magical realism, but it's a rom-com and Love it's it. Payback's a Witch. I mean, it's John Tucker must die meets... Um, oh gosh, I compared him to two things, but it's like a witchy John Tucker must die, but modern and queer. And so, I mean, I can't, I still like him on the fence on how friends to lovers this is because she goes back home to her hometown and it, there's this whole big like ritual thing about to happen that happens with all the four like houses, essentially the four founding families. And she's in a bar and one of the girls sitting there is someone who was always in her orbit growing up. So they weren't necessarily friends because she's kind of like a badass chick. But they they're friends, but then the romance happens. So it's like it's sort of friend adjacent. But I still want to consider it friends to lovers because I feel like they were still aware of each other in like high school when they were young and Maybe there was like some, oh, that girl's cute kind of vibes going on. There was a history. There. Yeah, there's history. Okay. Regardless. And okay. like, I mean, when you're in the coven, there's only so many people, I imagine, especially when the covens are like the four families. Well, let me tell you my experience. Oh, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> have, you been a, have you been in a coven? Can I come visit? I don't know if there's a bunch of people or not. But there, I'm guessing you're right. There's probably yeah. not very many. Yeah. And Even it was, if it is the whole town mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I really loved that fucking, that, that's going to be a universe. So we're going to get one of the other kids. Kids. I, They're adults, but, you know, the others soon. I love the universe books. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yep. A uh, universe especially is Especially when nice. they bring back, like, the older characters yes. and they're the same. Mm-hmm. Um quirky selves yeah it's like oh my gosh my old friend yeah. i've missed you yeah. yeah my mom always says you know when she finishes a book it's like losing a friend sometimes i'm like that's very I feel true that. yeah i yeah. totally feel that mm-hmm. so where does this trope rank for you are you is it a favorite of yours or so i really like this one mm-hmm. um i it's funny because when we say a trope I always say, oh, I don't know any of those. <laughs> and then I go back through my list and I'm like, oh, that's one. In that's fact, one, that's exactly that's what happened to us because I'm like, we're trying to figure out the trope to do for this, yeah. for Camilla Knows Best. And we weren't vibing with Jane Austen retellings. Although I have a really long list of those. <laughs> yeah, we did find a list. It's, of- it's, well, and I, I just read a whole series but it just wasn't working and honestly (laughs) Camilla Knows Best is a retelling off of Emma by Jane Austen so Emma does fit if you're into the classics Emma does fit into this allegedly I don't think either of us have read it I've not I've read it oh you did read it okay yeah so Emma I mean would you say that's right yes and um we talked a little bit about um are Jane Austen's books rom-coms? Oh. We talked to, because mm-hmm. yep. that was kind of mm-hmm. where we started our conversation. And yep. it's a different kind of humor. I think it was rom-com for the day. Oh, for sure. Um, but it's it's not the way 
we think about it, but I think so many of the retellings, both in movies and books, mm-hmm. are rom-coms because Absolutely. it just, you know, you have your book lovers and you have your romance lovers and you put them together and you yeah. get a rom-com. You get exactly what you want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I I really like this this group of books. Was there any other books that you felt fall in line with this book or this book, this trope (laughs) so on the does it fall or doesn't it fall kind of where your payback is Mm -hmm. which one was um i put lease on love by fallon ballard which is a fairly recent release and she moves into his house as a renter okay like a room or the whole house a room because he lives there too yeah and so um they're not dating in the beginning and they form this very quick friendship that is probably a romance, but neither one of them are in a place for a romance. Okay. So they have this friendship. And okay. so it's the shorter term friendships to lover, but I, I think it falls. And okay. I loved this book. It was the um, cover's really pretty and it's been on my radar for a long time. Yeah. It's a little deeper. Um, and I feel like so many of the rom-coms now are having, um, mental health issues up front, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but he has some pretty significant trauma oh, wow. to deal with. And again, it's kind of like the Fox mm-hmm. and Hannah. Yeah. He's a little bit more messed up than she is, although she's a little messed up too. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good book and the way that they, um, find each other and help each other is so sweet. I love that book. Well, cool. I can't wait to pick that one up. Yeah. I stare at it all the time at work and I'm like, I want to read it. It is. And it is a beautiful book. Yeah. So. Well, I love the pine. I love when pe- people pine for one another and when it's not even like you're aware of that pining. Yeah. I think that's precious. And it makes you, as a reader, feel super giddy. At least it makes me feel giddy and, like, squirrely. And I'm like, yeah, like, make it happen. And it it adds so much oomph when finally they come together. Exactly. And I love that. Well, I'm excited to read Camilla Knows Best. And um, maybe I'll pick up Emma. And I say maybe. I really need to. I have a goal to read some more classics this year. I've only read one. And I mean, it's March, so I've got time. You've got plenty of time. But um, I need to I need to get on it because I've got so many classics at home and yet I've not read hardly any of them. If you're reading Camilla and you're reading Emma, you might want to also pick up The Emma Project by Sonali Dev coming out this summer because it is also an Emma retelling. Um, and it's also part of a series in the series. People yeah. love the Jane Austen retellings. They're so fun. And that's Austin with an E. Austin with an E. I only say that because um, there was copy that I didn't write and I I should have done a better job at like looking at it. And I know the person who wrote it wouldn't know how to spell her last name, but was going so quick. And so I got a message through our social media. and was like, um, by the way, love you guys. But Jane Austen is spelled A-U-S-T-E-N-I. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, trust me, we're readers. We know this. And I was like, ah. It's like the worst thing ever to be called out. I'm like, no. So sorry. <laughs> but it worked out in the end. And that was for a poster of Pride and Premeditation by Tersha Price. And I can't, when, I wonder, 
She's going to be at Dog Eared Books on April 11th, I believe. Ooh, excellent. Or that book has yeah. been on my radar for a long time, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to it this month for that. Yeah, it's so her new one is going to be Sense and Second Degree Murder. Excellent. Yeah. And we'll see you at the next book club. Bruno. Love it. Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at EODBRT and Rachel at More Than the Pages on Instagram and everything podcast related at, at Between the Covers Pod. Between the Covers Pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dog Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life.